This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to an overtime. It's Friday. We're watching the Chiefs Parade, so you know immediately what day we recorded this on. Man, everyone wore red. Isn't that kind of weird? I was thinking some people would wear Royals colors. Everyone's wearing red. The chances of that. Tim Fitzgerald relegates Zach Carlson from the WTC Gig Powered Studios, and we are watching that Chiefs Parade on WTC Cable right here in our studio. It's, it's a beautiful thing. We actually actually turned on the TV? For the first time we've turned on the TV in here in a while, and all we're doing is watching a parade with no sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. But it's Mick Schaefer we're watching without sound. And let's be honest, when you're an international sex symbol like Mick Schaefer of Channel 41, you're best without sound. Is that true? I don't think that's true. I think there's probably some woman in Estonia who likes Mick. That makes him international. That's fair. And to start off this overtime, sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, we go to the news desk with Riley Gates and some breaking news. Beep, 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 dun, 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 dun. We can add that in. Oh, okay, you were gonna, okay. Yeah, K State has completed its uh, 2020 signing class. It is 26 players. 20 of them are high school ath- student athletes, and six are community college transfers. That's not the breaking news. Of the, yeah, I was getting there. Okay, 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 okay. Of the 26 total signees, 12 are currently on campus and will take part in spring practices. Still reading stuff. Which will begin on Wednesday, March 18th and culminate with the final practice, which is free and open to the public, on Friday, April 17th inside Bill Snyder Family Stadium. There is no spring game this year. There is no spring game. My dreams have come true. Kids, if you believe hard enough, your Chiefs can win a Super Bowl and you cannot have a useless spring game, but instead have an open practice to culminate spring football. Zach's not happy. Zach's not going to get good video. It's probably not good for the site. But me as a human being understood that spring games are stupid. It's it's really good. That's what Coach Schneider, I get why Coach Schneider wanted the game all the time, but this is so much better. They'll get so much more out of it. And, and in some ways, the, the practice will be more entertaining. You'll actually, fans, if you want to see what's going on with the team, going to the practice will actually help you. More than the spring showcase. Yeah, where they're playing ones against twos and threes and fours. Zach, your thoughts as you pout, because no video opportunities will be availed to you. I mean, there'll be video. It's just going to be like filming a practice. You, know, you can just... film the first eight segments or sessions, periods. And then you have to turn the cameras off. Lackey or Kenny will come up. And you see him trotting over, and you're like, I know. You know, I just saw the fits. 
What? We don't have to do that much. Oh, I wasn't going to do much anyhow. <laughs> I think I was safe for that. We might have a press conference. <laughs> oh, that is curious. I don't have to pretend to cover a football game that day. I'm sure we'll have a post-practice press conference. Yeah. I'm sure. No spring football game this year. Instead, an open practice on Friday, April 17th at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. You don't have to pretend to care about the spring game because you're a big fan and want to prove you're a fan and show up for the game. You are free of that. Weddings in April, you have an extra Saturday now. In case, let's just say it. They were already booked. (laughs) You should probably have your wedding date set, but... If that pregnancy occurs and you need a rush wedding, April 18th is your day. There you go. We're sponsored by The Fridge, as I mentioned. They'll be open for that spring. Will you tailgate at the spring open practicing? Something tells me that you probably couldn't. I bet you can. It's technically against the law to Ow. drink. No. to Oh, to, uh, drink. to drink on the parking lot, even on game days. It's technically against the law, is it not? No. What? No. It's a dry campus. It's part of campus. Uh, part of that uh, parking lot is owned by uh, the foundation. Part of it's owned by the athletics. That's why there's different rules on different sides. I can't remember the whole story. Hmm. Technically, I always thought it was just Technically, like the university, I don't think, owns that parking lot. I, I always thought it was just like, we'll turn our head the other way. I love how the first thing you think of when it comes to tailgating is liquor, alcohol, well, what first else thing is I there think, to do The first thing I think of with tailgating, I think of grill, food. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a parking lot for four hours is not fun unless you're drinking. Give me a beer and a shot of whiskey. Let's be honest, dude. It's not fun. It, unless it's like a perfect day where sitting on concrete or asphalt or whatever the parking lot is in your area. Unless the conditions are ideal, four hours in the open like that are not ideal. So, anyhow, go to the fridge before that practice, load up, and get loaded up to watch a practice. The fridge at the corner of this and that in the town in which we live. Claflin Westport. Thank you. I am so thirsty and hungry and horny. But mostly just thirsty. I am so thirsty. I'm I'm very excited today. Why? We get to meet uh, new players. There's a press conference in a little bit where we get to meet the early attendees, enrollees at Kansas State. I'm not that excited. I. It's cool. Hey, all right. We get to meet some 18-year-old boys today. Some of us need content, okay? <laughs> Some of us need to write something. Some of us are jaded old publishers. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of kids. <laughs> it's the future quarterback at K-State you're talking uh, about right there. Will Howard, can I shake your hand? We better get going before Fitz continues to insult K-State players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just fired. I'm a, such a Chiefs fan. Man, I cried on Sunday. <laughs> Don't, don't cry. And it wasn't like, it just happened. I didn't even see it coming. They scored the last touchdown and boom. My dogs are looking at me like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> My wife's looking at me like, what an idiot. It was quite a day. 
It was a great day. We've got your questions from Wabash Station awaiting. It's the overtime, and here's Zach Carlson. From Who for KSU, if you could have dinner with three historical figures, living or dead, who would they be? I always get roasted on questions like these because everybody's like, oh, well, I would have Gandhi, and I would have George Washington, like, because everybody's thinking about people that actually did good for the world, you know? And I'm like, yo, what sports guys could I bring in? Or, like, who's my favorite actor that I could have a dinner with? I don't... All valid. I don't really care that much to have a former president. I'm not a political guy. I don't have a take. I don't want to eat dinner with dead people. The only president yeah, I ever want to have dinner with is is George W. Let's clarify. Are they going to show up? I mean, like, if I pick George Washington, is his corpse, his bones going to show up? I, I don't think that's ideal. Like, in their prime, they'll show up. Yeah. Washington, Lincoln, and Kennedy. You'd go all presidents. Go all presidents. Interesting. I would go no presidents. <laughs> Let's do each our own. Out of Tiger Woods, absolutely. Um, OJ? <laughs> Someone's got to bring the silverware. What did he say? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you um, have steak. Wow. <laughs> Unreal, man. Zach, can you go? What you got, Zach? I'll go presidents. Okay. I'll go Bush, Obama, and Trump just for the dynamic. What a great. That's actually pretty good. Like, how would it go? Don't you have any respect for yourself? This is absolutely gross. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. Like, what would we talk about? <laughs> Trump. Let's get out of politics real quick here. Yeah, no kidding. Abort, abort, abort! Um, Yeah, Tiger Woods has always been the the one staple that I've had. I feel like Jesus is a cop-out answer. Oh, I I don't know, but that's that's a good one. Um, Man, Tiger Woods and Jesus are at my dinner. How else can I make this more weird? Uh, Tom Hanks, man. I'd be good. I think he's the greatest actor of all time. And I think he'd provide some some comedic relief. I got it. That's the guy from Big. Tom Hanks. That's it. Ah, funny guy, Tom Hanks. Everything he says is a stitch. Hmm. Yeah, if I did actors, probably Tom Hanks, Bart Reynolds, and uh, Jimmy Stewart. There you go. JFK would be an interesting one, I guess. Just because some... I mean, you could do this over and over. You could do football. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to sort it. I mean, it it would be kind of fun to kind of sort it out. It's almost like uh, you're Mount Rushmore minus one. So I guess I apologize if the question was specifically geared to, like, political figures or historian. Like, I don't know. You know, whatever he wanted to aim it at. I don't really do that type of stuff. That's just me. I could invite uh, Churchill, Eisenhower, and Neville Chamberlain just so we can make fun of him. You thought Hitler was a nice guy, <laughs> you idiot. Uh... Look, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Just don't do any Nazi jokes or Holocaust jokes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From CatStat88, which of the three K-State guys had the best Super Bowl? Elijah Lee. Yeah, I think Elijah did. He stuck Cole Hardman one play. He did. He shook him up. He was hurt. Yep. Although Pringle did okay. If Byron hadn't gotten... I think the ball got stuck on his glove. I think that's legit what happened. Cause, on that muff bunt? Uh, the one that he downed. Oh. Or was trying to down. Oh, yeah. Well, that muff punt, he was the guy in front, and he batted at the ball and actually batted it right yeah. to the return guy. I th- I like if you go back and watch it, it looks like he struggles to throw the ball back, and like you gotta wonder, like, uh, is that the stickum? Yeah, those gloves are ridiculous. They are. They're, They're insane. They should be illegal. I I believe those gloves should not be allowed in football. You don't even have to catch the ball. You just got to stick it out like this, and it'll stick. Yeah, if you wrap your fingers around it right, it'll it'll just stick to your hand. Uh, but I mean, Byron won, so. <laughs> But they all you know? made their impact in their own ways. It was kind of cool. It's kind of cool, yeah, because we didn't expect to ever hear their names, really. And there they were. Although, you know, I, I caught that Pringle through that block on that Damian Williams run, and he just killed that guy. Elijah Lee was one of the 49ers at the uh, front of the picture. So when the 49ers got the second pick of the game, I think, and they ran in the end zone and they were, like, posing at the mm-hmm. end, Elijah Lee was one of the people in the very front posing. So he kind of got clowned a little bit. <laughs> nice. Nice. From who for KSU, more meaningful win, Chiefs Super Bowl or Royals World Series? I don't know, man. This is a hard one for me. Um. You know, you have to wrap in that the Royals were first and kind of broke the seal. Uh, but I had a Royals championship in my lifetime. I mean, technically, I had a Chiefs championship in my lifetime, but I was not old at all. I think you got to remove yourself from today. Try to think about this if the question was asked in two months. You know, if you ask anybody on the street right now, they're going to say the Chiefs because this is all happening. Everybody's excited. They, you know, really excited about what's going on. Woo! I'm wearing about half the beers I've been trying to drink, baby. It's been a long time coming, because what did we do? We had to fight for our right to party! But the, the, differ- the difference between the Royals and the Chiefs is like, the Chiefs were bad at times, and they struggled at times, but then they would have a few years, you know, where they were they were competitive or, you know, they weren't a tro- they, they were kind of always somewhere different, you know. The Royals were just horrible, man. And and what's the difference between, I got, okay, 20 years. But 30 years and 50 years is. A lot of years. It's still, uh, the, the gap is still huge. I, I but really I, I think I go with the Chiefs just because of what you said. The Chiefs have been so close. And, you know, they haven't been considered a downtrodden franchise like the Royals were for so long. Even when the Chiefs were bad, they were still the Chiefs, man. It was it was kind of like uh, Denver this year. You don't think the Broncos' whole franchise is trash now because they had a bad season. You still kind of remember them for what they've done. But the Chiefs hadn't gotten over the hump. And, and let's be blunt. 
football in Kansas City is a really big deal. Yeah. I, I think the Chiefs are a bigger deal, but it's just amazing that now this generation of fans have gotten a championship in, in both those. Plus, if you're a soccer person, the MLS, which is really, really incredible. Zach? I go to the World Series because, see, with this, with the Super Bowl, granted, yes, I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm not like a diehard, like, I have to watch every single minute of every single game Chiefs fan. Like, I follow the Chiefs, yes, but I'd say I'm more of a baseball fan. But with the Royals being so bad for so many years, basically my entire life, until, you know, 12, well, 12 was bad, but 13, you know, they're on the up. And then 14, you make it to the World Series and then lose. And then 15, you have everybody back. They make a great run at the end of the season and win the World Series. There was a lot more invested, I think. Yes, there's more games, but it's just the payoff was better for the World Series than the Super Bowl. I feel like the Super Bowl, we got Patrick Mahomes, you know, like he was gifted to the Chiefs, essentially. They put some pieces around him. Tool the offense, let him do the do his thing. It I'm not trying to take. Work. I'm not it took try- more work for the Royals. I'm not trying there. to take anything away from the talent that Patrick Mahomes is. What the Chiefs did this year, but the amount of moving pieces that it took over the course of multiple seasons. I mean, Mahomes has only been the starter for two years. Like this is the very beginning of the Chiefs. Like yes, it'll be it'll be fun to watch the next ten years to see if the Chiefs become the new Patriots or you know if there's a dynasty that that erupts. But the the Royals' run was just so much more satisfying, and I think it was easier to invest into because you knew how special it was. And that uh, along those lines, and this is kind of weird to say because it sounds like I'm blaming the Chiefs for being good in the future. But let's say hypothetically the Chiefs win two more Super Bowls in the next five, so they win three out of six Super Bowls. The Royals World Series will be more memorable than any of those Super Bowls because you'll be able to look back and go, damn, that 2015 season was fun. Zach said something there, though, that made me realize that my pick is definitely the Chiefs because when the Chiefs were bad, I was still plugged in. When the Royals were really bad, some of those teams that just had no talent. I mean, literally no very memorable players. I mean... Average major leaguers were the stars of the team. I tuned those teams out. I just I was I I'd go to a game one maybe, but I didn't give a crap. I knew they were, weren't doing anything. They didn't have a chance. See, I'm I could name more Royals that were meaningless. Yeah, oh, compared yeah. to compared to Chiefs players well, who who would have been from that era. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you have fewer Royals, it's probably easier to remember. Mike Sweeney is. My I guy. agree with you, Fitz. I, I mean, Mike I Sweeney was a good player. Yeah. But, but he was the only one. Right. Right. <laughs> From Ema Wildcat 82 so what items remain on your bucket list now that the Chiefs have checked one off of the boxes? Interesting. That's a good question. be pretty cool if the Cowboys could win. <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys fan over here still wants a little something-something. Well, I want to see Kansas State football. Yeah, man. I Finally get that crack. I mean, they came so close a couple seasons. They were on the cusp. And honestly, Coach Snyder had put them in a position of a, being discussed nationally. I mean, it wasn't like they like Baylor this year, where all of a sudden they just erupted and had a great season. And they weren't going to let Baylor play. They just weren't. So I'd, I'd like to see 
um, Kansas State get into the football playoffs. Just like being the party. Of course, winning a national championship would be incredible. But and if you gave me basketball or football, I would pick football ten times out of ten and twice on Sunday. Or however the saying goes. It's amazing in my lifetime how this turned from a basketball school to a football school, what Coach Snyder did. I mean, it, it's a football school now. It really is. I mean, people do love basketball still, particularly the older crowd still has great memories of what basketball was. Pe- people don't realize nowadays that basketball was one of the greats. I mean, they were in the top ten of NCAA term performances for appearances forever. But football now is kind of the standard bear and it's for a school like kansas state it's almost almost impossible to accomplish the task i want to go to the masters that's pretty cool kentucky derby i'd like to go to kentucky derby i'd like to compete in the kentucky derby (laughs) i think that's if we're going bucket list I think I could take him. That's like that uh, that SB skit from a long time ago with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, where he goes at the next World Series. I want to throw out the first pitch, and I want to throw out the last pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I checked one off this year by seeing Tiger. That was seriously at one of the, and, and it sounds weird, but that, at the top of my list was seeing Tiger Woods. That's cool. Was he at a Denny's? I watched him shank a shot to the left. Waited years to see Tiger Woods in person, sat on one hole for two and a half hours so I could have a front row view, only to watch him shank a seven iron off the box. <laughs> Dreams do come true, Riley. It was so depressing. The thing is, though, you'd take that shot in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. He, he I'm pretty sure he bogeyed. He, his shank would have been one of the best shots of your life. <laughs> it was a 215. Well, I mean, he was, he was 30 feet off the green on a par three. And but you would still, have been, you would have been ecstatic. Absolutely. I'm not Tiger Woods. <laughs> he was mad about the shot. <laughs> what do you mean? Of, of course you would take that shot, too. Like, come on. What hole were you on? Was it seven? It was four. Okay. Four at Pebble Beach. Is yeah, it? I can picture that. I've played it on Tiger Woods. Yeah. You would have taken the shot that Tiger hit, too. Yeah. Maybe to the, to the left on that hole, yeah. So, wait. Hold on. You get to compare yourself to Tiger Woods, but I don't get to say, like, yeah. oh, man, I wish I had the same standard no. as Tiger Woods. I would, have, no. I would have been mad about being 30 feet off the green. <laughs> Unreal. Um, I want to visit every baseball stadium in 30 days. Oh, so, wow. Do Gross. a 30-day tour <laughs> or, or less. I think of the travel. Is that even possible, yeah, man? it's possible. You'd have to be looking for night games left and right and then early flights the next day. You wouldn't have to do all flights. Oh. You can drive. Sure. You can drive. There's six teams on the East Coast that are pretty drivable. You got 10 in the Central that are pretty drivable. And then you have, like, the two in Florida, and Atlanta is kind of like another wing. And then you got California and then Seattle. And then, like, the few, like, the Texas and Colorado. Like, it's not, ugh, that's a lot of traveling. It's rough, but. Are you guys 50 state guys? I want to see all 50. Yeah. It's not on my bucket list, but I sure would like it. I'd say that's on my bucket list. My grandpa's at, like, 46 or something. Like, he's close. I got going here for a while when uh, when I started traveling for work, but we've kind of hit a stalemate. Like, 
Well, you don't go that many places. All the Big 12 states are covered. It seems like every time K-State gets in the NCAA tournament now, we go to California. <laughs> like We can't check any new fun places off. I, I didn't want to go to Connecticut last year, but I, we could have knocked off like we six states the, up there. The entire it would have been that great. day off, we would have been like, all right, we're just getting in the car and we're Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, Vermont. It would have been amazing. Is one of your grandfather's states he's missed, Delaware? Uh, I, I bet it is because nobody's actually been there. Uh, I'm positive. Nobody has actually seen Delaware. I think it is. He said he was up that way one time and he's like, I should have just made the loop. He probably skipped Delaware. And then there was like a, he's like missed Wyoming or something and he's like, Montana, one of those two, and he's like, I don't really, really much reason to go there. I'd love to go to Montana in the summer and up in the mountains and wrestle a bull moose. But I don't really have a set bucket list. It's just kind of like I think of things, and I'm like, yeah, I'd like to do that. My unrealistic bucket list item is climbing, climbing Everest. I told He's, he's I, been on this I've thing, been, man. I've been telling Fitz about this for like a week. <laughs> I'm like, and then he goes, it takes like $100,000 to do it. I'm like, well, then you're never doing it. You work for me. <laughs> and you will die. <laughs> you will not die. It's actually. It's pretty safe. Except for other the people that have died. I mean, if you take the toughest mountains in the world to climb, like less than like 1% of people a year die. I mean, that's fair, but even if one person dies doing it, I'm like, don't want to. Like, People die riding roller coasters. I'm just saying. I'm still going to get on it. I'm just saying, if if Schlitterbahn had reopened that ride, would you have gone on it? Hell yeah. Oh, God. Hell no. They should have just opened it with a, the longest waiver ever signed. You could possibly die on this That's the ride. best part, though, is they literally read the waiver before, and they told you you could die. Interesting. Well, it's kind of morbid when you think about it. I guess one of my bucket list items uh, has always been I want to get drunk in every country in the world at Epcot. Not actually, Dude, country <laughs> in the world, just at Epcot. Dude, I'm going to Disney World this summer. You got to do it. You and they're, Parker. They're, they're fixing Epcot this summer. Some of the countries are shut down. That's not right. I'm pissed. You can't close countries. I know. What do the presidents do? I don't know. Would everyone have to leave their country? I don't understand how you cut it. close an entire country for renovations. It's crap. You could go visit the Hall of Presidents. I, I think they are. Uh, I think they're adding countries, and I don't know. I think they're doing something where they. I'm not sure. That's but that's been a long dream of mine. Our friend Jake LeBon has apparently done that, um, and I admire him greatly for it. I'm a simple man. Getting drunk at Epcot is on my bucket list. That's so very, very sad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move okay. on. For my like Pickles Cat, what is your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Oh, he, so he was like, don't do this one because it's not good on podcasts. Well, yeah, if I try to impersonate the commercial, sure. Mine was the Jeep one with Bill Murray, the Groundhog Day. Hands down, by far the best. Brilliant. 
brilliant concept. Not only well executed, but the fact that the Super Bowl was on Groundhog Day, to bring back Groundhog Day, to roll out the Jeep, whatever, renegade truck thing. I gotta, I gotta give it to that was a that was a pretty good well, one. That's different. <laughs> so I had two ways of looking at it. One was like, what was the one I enjoyed watching the most, like laughed at and things like that. And the other way of looking at it was, what was the best executed commercial, like script, setting, everything. The best executed commercial, in my opinion, was the Tom Brady Hulu ad. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. That's pretty good because he was. tweeted it out the day, a couple of days before the picture, got everybody talking about it, and then he set it up like it was a retirement ad. I legit thought he was retiring for a second. I was like, Tom Brady would take out a one minute ad on Super Bowl Sunday to make it about him. That would have been a Tom Brady thing. Hilarious, well done. That was the best executed commercial. The one that got me to laugh the most, the shining Mountain Dew Zero Sugar ad, because it was just, he chops down the door and the lady's screaming and then just goes, "Oh, that does look good," and just grabs it from him. I I lost it right when she said that, so that, that made me laugh a lot. I loved the ads that had cross promotion with other companies. Yes, Tide and the Bud Knight together. Oh my god, it was, it was so, so good. good. What was the it was like a Charmin and like Swiffer like it was like eight companies in one commercial. I could have done without the little bear. My hiney's clean. <laughs> <laughs> but also No. I loved the Planters Mr. Peanut. Uh, baby nut Be- coming from the tears of the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> I was sad because with that commercial because of you know they they pulled the original Mr. Peanut is dead ad after Kobe, and so I think they had something way better in the works. No, I think this is where they're going with it the whole time. Yeah, I think they just you don't think they scrambled? No, no, this was what they were always going to reinvent him as a baby nut, just like baby. Yoda. Do you think that yeah. would have ran on the Super Bowl? I like, think, like, do you think they would have done another thing about his death? Yeah, I think there was probably they they cut out stuff in the middle. Yeah, but the the fact that he died in that ad, everyone knew that happened. Yeah, and even if they pulled it all back and pulled out stuff stuff in the middle, it worked. It may may have lost some of its sting, and some people may have missed it and go, "What's that about?" But I mean, they were clearly ripping off Baby Yoda. Come on, man. yeah, it was. I think the canceling the campaign or whatever was more of a social media thing yeah they started it like the wednesday or thursday and it was a whole thing i love seeing all the companies interact with planters on social media yes, saying r.i.p nut so i i didn't think there were tons of good commercials this year but i thought the ones that were good were excellent post malone bud light <laughs> that was pretty good y'all got any pretzels that's pretty good <laughs> And I just I was watching that. And I'm like, how many people watching the Super Bowl have no yeah. <laughs> idea who this heavily tattooed guy is? From Kned, did we really need a Boston-based commercial when we finally did not have a Boston-based team? Did Hyundai just assume the Patriots would be in the Super Bowl? I don't think that. I didn't think about it like that, but I, I don't think that's the craziest thought ever. Yeah, no. they had this plan for a while. That was a great commercial. <laughs> that was so funny. Talking in Boston accents the whole time, and then Big Poppy pops out of the window. But I will admit, when I read that question, I was like, damn, they probably set it up for the Patriots. Screw them. There was a lot of, like, middle-of-the-country-centered ads 
which I thought was interesting. Good. Well, we are America. Obviously. Damn it. Without the flyover country, how would you get from east to west coast? You got to go through us. Go over it. Go up. Up to Canada. Around. Back through. It'd be a long flight, but you could do it. You need us. You need us. We're the bread basket. We actually have a big bread basket full of bread <laughs> right here. And we let you eat bread. Why, why do you think they put bread on the tables at restaurants? <laughs> and also corn. We got stuff, and you need it right here. <laughs> I think he's in, making a fridge ad right in, now. In America, middle of America. We better get out of this. Go. Last question of the podcast from Casey number one. Is lasagna now a Fitz Super Bowl tradition? Well, so, okay, here's what happened. <laughs> so we had this draft. And let me clarify. I didn't know about the draft. My employees slash friends slash uh, podcast mates conspired against me. They sat in their little office that they share and talked about what they were going to draft. Hey, you making us sharing an office is not the problem here. <laughs> and <laughs> we can discuss that at a later time. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea it was coming. In hindsight, I should have picked subs or chili or Another Super Bowl item. But my top two picks are wings and pizza. They were off the table. In hindsight, we should have had a fourth round, so I didn't get screwed so badly on the snake draft. I ended up, if you add up the numbers, I clearly got screwed. I had the third, fourth, and ninth picks. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's what you get for winning last year. Seriously. So, yes, my wife made the most of my idiocy and fix lasagna. And it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> Just okay? <laughs> it was okay. Well, she I, tried to... Let's be honest. Lasagna is kind of involved. It's not like you call Papa John and he, he shows up with a pizza and being creepy. It's not like you can just uh, drop by Colin Klein's house and pick up some wings. You can't do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just go with me on this. I you have to make lasagna, and it's kind of an involved process, which includes boiling the noodles the night before and then making the lasagna and baking it. She found a no-boil where you just build the lasagna with the noodles. Yeah. What we found out is it kind of soaks up. You put it in the fridge overnight, and it kind of soaks up all the liquid in the lasagna. So the noodles are fine, but everything else is... I don't think you're supposed to put those ones in the fridge overnight. That's what you're supposed to. What? You, that's how you, you put the lasagna in there, and then it... Yeah, that way you don't have to boil the noodles. So I, I, she read the recipe to me. It sounded fine. So now we've got to add extra sauce to it. And then it's pretty good. The put it in the fridge part was on the instructions? Yeah, so that the you, instead of boiling the noodles, you built the lasagna pan yeah, yeah. the night before and put it in so that the noodles would uh, not be hard. Cause I've, so I've used those types of noodles before that you don't boil, but I've never stuck them in the fridge overnight. I just stick it in the oven like that, and then it uses the sauce in it. Yeah, well, uh, that's maybe that's a different recipe, Riley. But anyhow, this will be a tradition that will last for. All of this year. I don't think we'll do it again because it's besides a pain in the ass. But we did have buffalo chicken dip. I regret that. 
for reasons I won't discuss. We're recording this podcast on Wednesday after recording the questions on Tuesday, if that gives you any hints. Yeah, it was not a good 48 hours. Um, and what was my other item? Uh, meatballs. My wife uh, was actually at an event for work. They had me extra meatballs. She brought them home, and they were delicious. I had all my items. I ate my Super Bowl draft. Zach, did you eat all the items on your Super Bowl draft? I didn't get many yeah. chicken okay, tacos. Okay, that's all you need to say. Did you eat all the items on your Super Bowl draft? Uh, no, we didn't have spinach artichoke dip or the... This is a perfect commentary on how the wealthy take things for granted. <laughs> Actually, I didn't have any of my draft. See? Hey. He's filled with Super Bowl food riches. I had better. And he doesn't even care. I had better than didn't my draft. Didn't even care. Here. And I'm left making the best of what I can with... Freaking lasagna, because I panicked and just picked one of my favorite foods. Number one, don't blame us. I blame you guys. We didn't make the draft. Whoever asked the question last week made the draft order. He said three rounds, and he put the draft order on there. I went with what it said. I I had no control that I I was the first pick. You can go look at the thread. I think you edited it. So that was in there. (laughs) That was in there. Number two, I would like to just go ahead and say I, in hindsight, I didn't realize how much people liked the mini chicken tacos because Zach's Zach's party blew our party out of the water on the pool. It did so well compared to the other ones. And I really thought the chicken tacos, mini chicken tacos would pull you back because it's not a traditional party food. It did not at all. No one picked freaking chili. You know what I didn't pick that I regret because I had it at my party? Jalapeno poppers. Ah. Yeah, I had problems with buffalo chicken dip. I ain't going there, brother. I made the best haul. You're right about chili. That should have been a pick. Should have been a pick. I never had chili at a party. No, that's a that's a football food. That's football food. Hmm. Or subs. Why did I pick lasagna? (laughs) On a podcast, we talk about our bucket list. I I have proven why opportunities are fleeting and you can't panic in the face of a great opportunity to draft Super Bowl foods and just blurt out lasagna. I could have understood if it was your third round pick. Like, hey, Dude, all I, the good stuff. I off locked the board. up. I, all I could think of was pizza and wings. It's all I wanted. You were thinking main dish. You need to just, you could have done chips and queso. I, I could have done anything, man. You could have taken your second round pick in the first round. Buffalo chicken dip was a better pick. Meatballs was a better pick. I think your body says otherwise. (laughs) Oh, man. And I think where we're at in this podcast is that everyone in life is filled with regrets. Sometimes you set out to fulfill your bucket list and you find yourself eating dry lasagna for reasons you can't explain. That's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. We had fun doing it. Cheese Parade is still going on. It will never end. What we do, we unleash a can of whoop ass on everybody. 24 nothing. I ain't trying to hear it. Down 10. I ain't trying to hear it. Fourth quarter, six and whatever left on the clock. Down 10. We got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, baby. How about Sammy Watkins? Woo! How about Damian Williams? Woo! It'll just be a continuous parade until next football season starts. Patrick Mahomes is smashed. I'm so excited to hear this speech. Oh, that's good. 
I, I'm so excited to see his girlfriend's TikTok. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.